Here we are, week two of Sexy Sextember, and I've got a frog in my throat ready. <laughs> I thought it was just a sexy rasp. It was a sexy rasp that was stuck in my throat. You sure it's only a frog? Oh, jeez. It might be a, it might be a old Mark Wahlberg's hog. Because we're talking, because we're talking Boogie Nights. <laughs> so we're talking Boogie Nights. On a very uh, 70s soundtrack edition of The Review Review. That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Review Review Show. We're three small town dudes, and today another small town guest are giving you our big, sexy opinions on Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Uh, it's like sexy Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Has all the same soundtrack to your favorite Disney movie, mixed to a, a hot, depressing porno backdrop. And Thomas Jane. And Tom Jane. <laughs> He's in there. Bitchin' mustache. The best facial hair ever. <laughs> like a Van Buren or something like that. Uh, anyway, Boogie Nights coming in. Top of the show. Right at the top of the card. When? Oh, no. Right at the top of the hour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was quite the pregnant pause. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pregnant Chaws. Calling you out, Chaws. Pause for Chaws. Pause for Chaws. Uh, hands across America pretty soon. They're so big. <laughs> <laughs> She's gross. It'll be like that obstacle in Double Dare. <laughs> you mean the nose with the big snot because she's gross? I mean, sorry, pregnant pause. Pause for Chaws. Man, you hate me. <laughs> We're also being joined by the oldest man alive tonight. What? <laughs> As he holds a big horn up to his ear to hear us. What? <laughs> you got the thing installed from Wild Wild West. <laughs> the Will Smith version? Yeah. Yeah, great. What, what, the, the TV yeah, show? Yeah, the TV show version. Where, where's my pills? <laughs> oh my gosh. We all snorted them. Boogie yeah. Night style. Yeah. Snorted Boogie Night style. <laughs> Off of like a bedpan. <laughs> Yours probably. So, so cold. Yeah. Coach, before we get going, I have to ask you a question. It's Cozy Jack to you. Whatever the hell you are. So it's $5 if you want to see it. $10 if you want to see me do something else. Oh, Whoa. you're sick! Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Those Patreon you're, tears? You're sick. <laughs> yeah. You probably can't even get that thing up anymore at your age, can you? Patreon tears. Lots of pills. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Do you snort them? Any way I can get it, man. Okay, right through the eyelids. Guys, everyone, we don't really know, but Eric has an OnlyFans. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even know this. Yeah, you don't know, because I've been filming you... <laughs> As you crush your pills up and stir them into lukewarm water like a Metamucil. <laughs> for, a $10, for a $10 tip, he'll rate it for you. 
god. <laughs> uh, why don't we jump into some news tonight before we yeah. rib each other to death? <laughs> We're off the rails already. <laughs> uh, so Disney's in a little bit of hot water. Whoa. Over a movie that came out like whoa, three whoa, years ago. Whoa, whoa, Boiling. The evil Knievel estate is suing Disney via Pixar for their Duke Kaboom character's likeness in Toy Story 4. Why uh, so late? That's what I want to know. Maybe they're just getting around to catching up during quarantine. Catching up all their missed Disney movies. Now they got Disney Plus. <laughs> they got Disney Plus. <laughs> what can they we probably got it for Mulan, right? <laughs> yeah, they probably got it for Mulan to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on this program? The Duke Kaboom figure showed up in the Toy Story 3 preview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Lawsuit! Um, so anyway, yeah, they're all up in arms about that. I think it's a little redundant because that character has... Evil Knievel character has been, like, satirized to death everywhere in media. And for and them to just Duke attack Kaboom's this one... Canadian. It's true. He's not a, an American hero like yeah. Evil Knievel. Yeah, American he's, hero. He's a Canadian uh, somewhat hero who's also a toy who isn't very good. Maybe that's why they didn't like him, because he was Canadian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not a fan of the maple leaf, huh? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so this anyway. just in, everybody. Evil Knievel's family hates Canada. Oh, man. Blame Canada. Just... <laughs> Did you try to sing Blame Canada in the Canadian National Anthem? Blame Canada, Canada. <laughs> I hope Sam is just seething now. <laughs> up in his little hidey hole in Canada, eh? Yeah. Is it cold up there, Sam? <laughs> Sam, where do you live? Like they have snow ten months out of the year. Don't they? I don't know, Sam. Where do you live at up there? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. is it Toronto? I hey, don't make Toronto. fun of Sam. We we were commenting each other on our sweet cardigan game that we're about to. I'm about to whip out. Oh, you're unleashing the cardigans on the world again. Is that going to be on it's your OnlyFans? It's going to be. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to wear cardigans on my OnlyFans. <laughs> and then you, yeah, you can send me tips on what color the cardigan will be that I put on. <laughs> As I read a list of things I want you to buy me. <laughs> Here's my Amazon wish list. I'll wear my card again for our Patreon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The idea of a Patreon makes me so anxious for to record in here because it's always a mess in here. <laughs> it just it puts me into an anxious spot that I have to like keep this place tidy. The only reason I bring it up is because I want you to clean this room. <laughs> oh my god. It's just a backhanded thing. Alright, that's fair enough. I got it. Uh, you live in a damn pigsty. Oh, get, to, uh, get out of here, Cozy Jack Ross. <laughs> I'll get out of here when this old... <laughs> when this, I can't even this old spit what? it out. This old bag of dust over here gets out of here. Oh, shit. Baldo. <laughs> Mr. Clean. <laughs> God. God. Why are you that is sucking disturbing. On Anyways, how about that news? <laughs> More news, guys. Uh, do you guys ever watch the Bon Appetit channel on YouTube's? No, no. Well, they were in hot water recently, so they oh, haven't put no. up in. Uh, is that a is that a Troy? Pun? This is a bit. This is a very hot water heavy news that you're. <laughs> oh my god! It just keeps getting hotter and hotter. Oh my Man. god! Bet Sam could use some of this heat up there in the Great White North. <laughs> 
Sam, do you live in an igloo? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Quit being offensive to my cardigan brother. <laughs> Uh, what was I even saying? Oh yeah, Bon Appetit was in a bit of hot water, uh, just months ago, before, uh, COVID really hit, and about, uh, their editor-in-chief was found a photo of him in blackface, or brownface, rather. I kinda remember this. And so, and also all their people of color on their channel weren't getting paid as much as, like, the white hosts and all that kind of stuff. Rut-row. So, well, that's it, was, a thing. it was a thing. So, since, um... And all the other hosts didn't know this at all until, like, it all came out and they were asking about, like, racial discrimination and all that kind of stuff. And then it kind of came out, I was like, well, this is what I make. And it's like, oh, that's not as much as what I make, which isn't hardly anything. But anyway, one of the members, Sola Hawali, um, is going to have her own show, who she was a part of Bon Appetit, who since quit because she's been discriminated against. She's going to have her own show on the Binging with Babish channel. That comes out Saturdays, which is going to be like a fun little game show cooking show. Two shows in one. There you go. <laughs> uh, so check that out come this Saturday. Sola is going to be on Babish on the YouTubes for free. Yeah. So check that out. So get your shit together, Bone Ape Tit. <laughs> <laughs> Back here. Oh, we were talking a lot of Celebrity Jeopardy before the show for no reason. <laughs> Um, and that show is going to be called Stump Sola, if anyone wanted to know. Next! Bit of news, guys, because I'm just putting you to sleep. Uh, McDonald's! Troy, on a scale of lukewarm to hot, what's the temperature of this water? How hot <laughs> was that coffee that burned that lady's oh crotch at McDonald's? Oh, this is Scorching. hot. This is hot. Guys, I'm balancing on two wheels because that is one hell of a segue. <laughs> oh. Oh McDonald's God. may permanently stop selling all-day breakfasts. Oh, my God. <laughs> what has COVID turned us into? I didn't know they did it to begin with. All-day breakfast? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love how this is put you it's in an uproar. taken away from you before you even knew it existed. <laughs> Nursing home people didn't tell you? We get like peaches and cobbler and shit like that. Okay, touche. You walked right in. We don't get like a Big Mac or a double quarter pounder or whatever. In his defense, he's been alive a lot longer when there hasn't been all day breakfast than when there has been all day breakfast. That's true. You probably remember that Arch Deluxe, don't you? (laughs) That was for you old people. The McDLT, I think, or something like that. McD? So I can't. I can't get my hash browns at three in the afternoon anymore. Could you anyway? Yeah. Because I went through and asked because Macy loves their hash browns Dude. for some reason. Their hash browns are better than their fries. Hot take. You know what? Oh, you might not, not be wrong. You're not wrong. No. They're, and I went through and asked if I could get some hash browns. I said, we don't sell those now. I'm I like, oh, you God dirty dog. Are you dirty dogs. I could be wrong, <laughs> but I think every McDonald's did a different type of a breakfast. That's some horse shit. I think you had to go to certain ones. Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, I always saw that uh, the fast food joints quit serving breakfast at like, what, 10.30 in the morning? Yeah, back in the day, which I'm surprised that you, you know, that's why you probably know that. Because <laughs> you're old. Well, I know because Jack in the Box has breakfast all day that that put competition to have other restaurants to have it out all day as well. What are you talking about Jack in the Box? Like, there's one around us. No, they had, they always put up as that uh, on their commercials as like, we serve breakfast all day. 
What commercials are you watching of Jack in the Box? Listen, whatever ones show up on YouTube, those are the only commercials oh, I ever YouTube. see. I've never seen an, a, an active Jack in the Box around. For Thank real? Thank you for sticking up for me. Where's the Jack in the Box? I don't hear. N- there is none. There is none here. So why is the <laughs> logarithm on YouTube bringing up these commercials for I you? must watch a lot of stuff from now. the West Coast, apparently. <laughs> anyway, that's some hot God shit right elitist. there. I'm kind of pissed about this. Told you it's hot water. It is hot water. It's scalding hot coffee. It's crotch scalding coffee. (laughs) Heat. Hey, McMuffin. (laughs) I am a fan. My favorite, my go-to, guys, is the sausage McMuffin. Are we doing this right now? Are we doing a top five breakfast? (laughs) Oh, my God. We're not right now, but we will next week. No, no, no. Next week. Oh, Georgie. Settle down, Georgie. What? I'm not here next week, but you ain't doing breakfast stuff. Why not? It's time to do Halloween candy. Yeah, it's not even October yet. So put your depends yeah. back on and settle down. Didn't I, you I bring up this. doing candy, Halloween yeah. candy? Yeah, in October. Like, weeks ago? In October, like closer to Halloween, thank you. Oh, We have the Halloween candy. Up candy. Hold on, guys. Let's be a little seasonal about this, okay? <laughs> okay. Let's bring out our inner Martha Stewart's. Speak. We gotta be a little closer. No, shut up. We gotta be a little closer Piece to Halloween. Shit. And then we gotta be a little closer to Thanksgiving for this cheesecake pie debate. Okay. Oh, no, no. We're not. I no, couldn't no, believe it. No, Georgie, shut up. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I have a question for our host. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, so, yeah. What, what, what is your opinion on this? Is it cheesecake I don't, pie? Okay, I don't want to weigh it? in yet because I have still have results coming oh. in. I've got current results right now. Let me tell you. They are hot. People voted more on this than they do for a tournament of random movies (laughs) by a landslide. Give it the program, people. I voted on both both platforms. I noticed that. There's quite a few people. Well, I actually put one up on Facebook and called people cowards if they didn't vote. (laughs) I saw that one. (laughs) All right, hold on. Twitter, here we go. I have a lot of things going on on Twitter right now. Oh my god, you're so high on Twitter. <laughs> oh, and I just got this fucking new phone too, so now I'm all... Oh, let's brag. Oh, <laughs> humble brag new phone. Alright, so is cheesecake more of a pie or cake? On Twitter, so far, 56 votes. 70% people of people say pie. I agree. Easy, bud. Okay. Thank you. Um, then Facebook, oh shit, has it disappeared? Probably. Hmm. Uh-oh. Probably disappeared because it was only up there for a day. It was in only my stories. Oh, But let me tell you that, last time I checked, it was more balanced, had like 35 votes, and it was roughly edged out by pi. Okay. By like five votes. So we're calling it a pie. But it was like 60-40 about there. Okay. Well. I think I think I know what your opinion on this is, and I'm just going to say this. How many cakes do you know that have a crust? Boom. Let me put this out there. Uh-oh. You can make a cheesecake with no crust. Oh my God. Is it really a cheesecake then? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, uh, you can you incorporate flour into some cheesecakes as well, which you also make with cakes, which you wouldn't do necessarily with pies. What kind of cheesecakes you putting you putting flour in? Yeah. If you want the cheesecake to rise a little bit, 
What a load of shit. You get a little body in there so you can do that crustless one. Now you're putting bodies in it? Come on. Halloween time, but come on. <laughs> Sweeney Todd. So if you can't tell, I chose the right answer, cake. It's more of a cake. But the majority says... Pie. The majority That's says right, pie, so you lose. I must have. It's a blow to my confidence. I'm going to tell you that right now. So as we get closer to Thanksgiving, we'll include cheesecakes in our top five pies. <sighs> I don't like it. Technically, it's more of a tart, which all three of you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. I like my pies being more gooey, though. What are you talking about gooey? Like I'm talking about, like, cream pies? <laughs> I love cream pies. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> I love cream pies. Hold on. Let me get let me get Mark Wahlberg's hog out of my throat again. I love cream pies. Check out Bucky's love of cream pies on his OnlyFans with his cardigan right. on. Yeah. I eat cream pies in my cardigan. Anyway, what did you finish your thought? <laughs> I, I, I like more fruit filling, so I like oh, more gooey. I got you. I also like a fruit pie. Yeah. But then a fruit pie without a crust, do you consider that a pie? Like, without a top crust? No, without, like, a bottom crust. Because that's just a cobbler. Yeah, wouldn't that be a cobbler? Right, that would be a cobbler. Now, a pumpkin pie com- somewhat resembles a cheesecake. True. Ooh. True. Yeah. So, but it's not necessarily... So that's... All those things are, like, custard pies. Cheesecake isn't really a custard. Yeah. But it is pourable. At it one point. <laughs> it is quite porous. <laughs> We may have to pick up on this another time. We will have to double back on this. <laughs> I'm going to call Bill Nye. Also, He's we got go. roasted for not knowing what the small Reese's were. Did you guys see this? No. Last episode, Jeremy wrote in that it, his one of his top five candies he got in early were the small Reese's. Oh, oh min- right, 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 right. The Reese's Minis. Not the minis, the smalls. And all of us are like, what the fuck? The ones is- that are still in tinfoil, right? Yeah. If the you would have said minis. fun size, I would have understood yeah. what you're talking sure. about, Jeremy. Yeah. But you didn't. You yeah. said the small ones, yeah. which in turn made us look like fools, <laughs> which I don't appreciate. Yeah, who's roasting us? I'd, it was Rita. One. Without name. Of course it's Rita. <laughs> she put a whole video out putting all the sizes up <laughs> of the Reese's. I just saw her Twitter. Yes, from... Oh, no. <laughs> and they tagged review review pod in it from minis to the smalls which are fun sized yeah to the regular ones to the big cups i don't feel like we deserve this type of discrimination guys. no no yeah. not at all thank you thank you guys our lives are really hard <laughs> you have no idea what COVID has done to us people all right <laughs> it's turned our lives upside down we're just doing garbage now. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah. This show's not even a show anymore. We're just... We're a bunch of men... A bunch of men in our 30s talking about candy. Oh, I'm looking at this stupid video you put out, Chaw. <laughs> yeah, rewind that thing. See, that's... She, she just raw chawed us. Yeah, See, I thought those were minis. On... No, those aren't minis. The minis come in a bag and they're like all loose in a bag. Yeah, they're loose in a bag. They're kind of gross. I don't like it's them. It's the chocolate to peanut butter ratios off. It is. It's way, the regular... it's way too much chocolate to peanut butter. That's true. The regular ones and the minis... Not the minis. I'm sorry. The fun size. Yeah. Perfect ratios. Perfect ratio. Perfect ratio. Great ratio. <laughs> Great record. <laughs> All right. Quick tangent on this one. Would you prefer regular chocolate or white chocolate on your Reese's? 
Regular. Regular. Milk, chocolate. Why do you yeah, talk with white know. chocolate? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Christ. You're on thin ice, Eric. White yeah. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> last bit of news I got. The Emmys were this last week. Oh. They were? My. Yeah, to no one's acclaim. I didn't even know they were on until uh, they were done. But the Emmys were this last week, and a certain comedy swept the awards. Yeah. And it's one that comes up almost every single year as a nominee, and both me and JT are like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah. Shit's Creek, like, Holy swept shit. the Emmys yeah. this year. Like, all of the best actor stuff and best Supporting comedy, actors. Yeah. I've heard of it, and they're done. They're this done is now. their last season is coming out now, or soon. But yeah, I think that's the reason, like, it, it it's like a, their Lifetime Achievement Award, that's why everyone kind of won it, which yeah. is fine, like, it gives props to the show, yeah. but like, Chelsea's watched it all the way through, and I, I have started watching it, it's good. Like, it's a it's a pretty good comedy, and it's yeah. pretty progressive as a comedy as well, and it's got, like, heartfelt moments in there, <clears throat> but like, Eugene Levy won as the lead actor in a comedy series, and Catherine O'Hara won as lead actress. Dan Levy, his son, and the creator of the show, won for Best Supporting Actor, and the person who plays his sister best won, uh, won Best Supporting Actress, and it won for Outstanding Comedy Series at the Emmys. Wow. Yeah. And then anything else that won in through there never... I don't. I think Watchmen had a few multiple awards. Yeah, Watchmen won, won for Best... Uh, drama Series, I think. Or... Well, not Best Drama, but it was like Best uh, like Limited Series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Succession, Which Succession won for best drama. Okay. Which but, is also pretty good. Um, but nothing else swept it just like Shit's Creek. So if you want to watch Shit's Creek, I think it's on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix or Hulu. I can't I remember which one. On um, but it's good. Give it a chance. I never did because I didn't know what it was because yeah. it was on some Canadian channel at first and I didn't know what it was. Oh, me and Molly are definitely looking at probably checking it out now. That th- This has raised our ire. <laughs> I love how you looked at all of us like we should be impressed with that you pulled out that word. <laughs> if we would have the Patreon, you could have seen that look we just got. We're still getting. You know what would been a, be a great camera view for our Patreon? If it's like that 70s show camera where it's in the middle and it turns to who's ever talking. That would be a Dude. bitch to do. <laughs> yeah. Let's Especially do it. Especially because there's a giant laptop in front of me. <laughs> it would just like peek over. Hang it from the ceiling fan. <laughs> so everyone pukes. Yeah. What uh, a wonderful Patreon watch, ceiling cam. Watch, ceiling yeah. fan cam. Watch our unusable footage of our show. <laughs> um and that that's it. That's all my news. Good good news. Lots of hot water. Hot water. We got hot J- water. JD, before you start your news, I have one more question. Of oh, course no. he does. And this is the <laughs> Did you forget up- something? No, not at all. This is just an update. And this is just this week's update in the HBO Max saga. <laughs> Troy, any updates? <laughs> oh, fuck you. No. Fair oh, enough. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you bring up HBO Max because uh, I got some HBO Max news uh, revolving around the Suicide Squad 2 coming out. What? Apparently, there's going to be a spin-off series based on a certain individual from Suicide Squad 2, which will be Peacemaker, who is, of course, John Cena. Oh, my. Might be getting a spin-off series on HBO Max. So it'll oh. be the Invisible Man, then, because you can't see him? 
Oh, oh my god. Eric, you got us. Also, The Invisible Man is on HBO. I want to watch it. Thank you. <laughs> terrible terrible, but, terrible but joke there. So I'm assuming he doesn't die. Well, maybe it's a flashback series. Oh, look out. look out. Leading up to how he died. Who knows? We'll, Who we'll knows? We will find out Come whenever that movie comes out. We'll find out. I got some CW news for you, Troy. No, Thank you're God, very... I've been aching for it. Well, here's some Longing. really good news. Here's some really good news. Supergirl's ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All after, right. After season six. Supergirl is done. That's still a pretty good run. Jesus. I watched that one episode of that fucking... What was it even? Which one? When when we tried to do the uh, crisis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one episode I watched. I was... I was never more lost trying to watch (laughs) it. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. God. Who would have thunk jumping into, like, one episode randomly of, like, the fifth season would do that? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? But that's a good run. It probably made it to at least 100 eps so it could go into syndication or something. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I love how you couldn't give an absolute shit about that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't give a fuck about any SCW shit. And now our, our good wrestling friend Steven Wolf loves this, and I make fun of him. It's awful. <laughs> Wolf, it's awful. What are you thinking, Wolf? It's awful. Get with the program. Get uh... with the pudding gutters. <laughs> Guys, this pandemic's just ripped Hollywood apart. Asunder. All these big blockbusters not coming out. Pushing them back even further now. Mm-hmm. Both Black Widow and West Side Story now getting pushed back. Completely to 2021. My God. So far that I even think Black Widow's being pushed now to, like, May of next year. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was... Was it slated to come out, like, Thanksgiving-ish this year? That sounds right. Yeah, they were going to try and put it out in November, like, the beginning of November. Okay. And they just gave up. (laughs) Push it to next, a possible summer release. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be on streaming. (laughs) It's, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, guys, I got a bit of news. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Look, nobody cares. It's done. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you for real? Eric just grabbed God the damn right. Eric just grabbed the reins of the show. <laughs> wow. All right. So, first bit of news. Eric can go fuck off. <laughs> Second bit of news. God, I hate you. <laughs> Third. Anyways, third bit, third, bit of news. <laughs> third bit of news. One of my favorite shows, Family Guy, got renewed for two more seasons. What in the fuck? The 19th and 20th seasons. Jesus. And Bob's Burgers got renewed. Oh, that's good. The Belchers, Bob and Linda, for the 11th and 12th the season. You sound surprised. <laughs> the Belchers. I'm not surprised. I'm just very happy about it. Oh, okay. Family Guy is my falling asleep show. Well, Everything good. you know about anything in today's world comes from Family Guy. Yeah, so fun story. Anything I know about today's world comes from either wrestling or Family Guy. But not The Simpsons. No, but I love The Simpsons. Even though The Simpsons probably already did it. They probably did. They predicted the world, right? Or yeah. something. Yeah. But okay. yeah, a couple fun bits of news there. 
for Ma- you. When did Family Guy come out? Like ten years into The Simpsons? Family uh, Guy started in nineteen ninety nine. Yep, ninety nine. Okay. And then it took a hiatus, and then it came it back and like twice. Oh six, yeah. I want to yeah. say it was on for like three seasons, and then it yeah. took a break. It got, it got canceled, and then twice. yeah. Oh. And then it came back. Yeah. Because I think. Didn't they put, like, a movie or something? Like, a Family Guy movie? Like, that Stewie... I think it was, like, that Stewie Griffin thing. Oh, they did! And then that guy was, like, super popular, so then they brought the entire show back. I kind of forgot about that. They did. Yeah. Not, like, a wide-released movie, but it no. was, like, a... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it was actually, like, two... I think it was, like, two episodes that they were going to plan to... Or three episodes they were planning on putting out with one of the regular seasons before it got canceled. They just, like, put them all together. I kind of forgot about that, but yes, they did. Dang. Yeah. Oh, animation domination. (laughs) Well, I was just saying, because The Simpsons has been on for 30 years, and if it's going to be, like, renewed for 20 seasons, I'm like, dang. It also started fairly early against The Simpsons. Yeah, I think Simpsons was 89, and then Family Guy was 99. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Love them shows. Wow. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. (laughs) Georgie, you got anything? You got to sit there with your old gray beard? My old motherfucker. (laughs) This is like three days. Did you forget to shave? (laughs) Alzheimer's, you know that thing? You know what? My skin is soft and beautiful even at my age. So if I shave more than once a week, I like cut myself. Oh my God. Okay. Supple. Yes. So supple. Yes. Baby's bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's Smooth. head. Eric's head is a baby's ass. <laughs> like, like a like an eleven month old baby's ass. That's like an old baby. <laughs> you know, it has a stunning resemblance of my son's ass. As I was wiping it earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like mid-wipe. Like mid-wipe. Yeah, mid-wipe. Yeah, oh, was that, was that why you were trying to stuff wet wipes down his mouth when you first came <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. What are you drinking there tonight, Eric? Uh, this evening's selection uh, is a limited fall release from our friends at Lining Kugels, Harvest Patch Shandy. Get a little bit of pumpkin in it. <laughs> I looked like you were going to say something and then didn't. Do you got something to say, asswipe? <laughs> no. you're cozy, Jack. Your really deep breath in really took me back for a second. <laughs> took you back for what? I don't know, the good old days. Like yarn? The good... <laughs> What? I'm I don't even understand more po- that. More po- wrestling podcasts than we're. I'm not even drunk yet. For anyone that listens to Arn Anderson's podcast, he will like breathe in when he's gonna make it, give an answer, and it's always <laughs> like he's like eating soup. <laughs> Come on! Come on! What? We're losing viewed listeners by the second. You know, see, all the viewers quit, so... Yeah. We can only gain viewers, because we have no viewers now. <laughs> well, you gotta subscribe to that Patreon. At this point, it needs to be an OnlyFans. It's the only thing that'll keep us afloat. <laughs> an OnlyFans! <laughs> <laughs> oh, only if Eric rates them. <laughs> Their penises. <laughs> Send them in. 
Yeah. The hell? Tweet all your penises to at George the Animal. (laughs) No. Twitter. Do not. (laughs) Hey, guys, I know I'm going a bit early here, but uh, you guys uh, want Cozy Jack to take you back? Oh, take us back, Cozy Jack. Yeah? Please. You want to take us back? my damn intro (laughs) you piece of work what the hell you know what anyways guys let's go back 26 years to the date 26 years to the date we're talking a film release in the united states not really a box office smash so 94 94 september 23rd 94 1994 uh, when I was born a little pie. Yeah. Anyway, kid Rock fans out there, uh, probably not. No. Yeah. So, um, ooh, I don't want to tell you the main actor yet. You want to tell us the title yet? $25 million dollars <laughs> it was made for. Only brought in $58 million. Okay. Only brought in $58 million. Um, It has to do with... Ooh, you know what I could tell you? I could tell you that it is based on a Stephen King novella. Okay. Does that help anybody? Is it thinner? It is not. It is uh, not. The um, Langoliers. Tim Robbins is in it. Shawshank. And it tells the story of young Andy Dufresne. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Dang. That didn't do well at the box office? No. Um, $25 million the budget. 58.3 oh, box brownie. office. Brownies are in the house. Oh. I'll take a brownie. Made from scratch brownie. Oh Thank my God. you. That'll... Very fudgy. Thank so you. I mean, not great audio, but... <laughs> oh, did you take what your pills do? first, Eric? <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> Eat it. These are very good. And unlike mm-hmm. your spice cake, they won't make you shit your ass out. <laughs> we don't need to talk about my spice cake. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Mm. <laughs> good, good podcast listening. Good brownie break. Mm. Oh, yeah. After all that time of talking about nothing, <laughs> <laughs> let's just give them a bunch of audio of us eating. Mmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Yummy. This one's going to win an award. I can feel it. <laughs> We're going to win the podcast Emmy. We're going to sweep yeah. them. Well, gents, that wraps up my rendition this week of Cozy Jack Takes You Back. Very good. good. I'm going to play the intro so I can eat more. <laughs> Boom! Eric didn't mess it up this time. <laughs> you piece of shit. Does that mean it's done? Or are we going to do some bits? Because I know there is at least one. I got one, yeah. There's a big one. So I guess we'll have to play. Of course. Let me get my voice ready. We'll have to play uh, good old-fashioned Neil's Bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Maybe we should do a Shatter rendition of this. People die. Are you talking over the theme song again? <laughs> Just get out of here. This is when Brownie Break should have been. Man, <laughs> you could have had a whole tray break. of them. 
That's right. If anybody did not know, Road Warrior Animal passed away today at the time of this recording at 60 years young. I didn't read what it was from, but I can only assume with the wrestling community, it's just wear and tear of your body over the many years that you did it. And it just went kaput. Um, When did Hawk die? 2003, I believe. He was only like in his 40s, right? right. Yeah, he was only in his 40s. My God. Um, His was definitely an enlarged heart. (laughs) Um, From steroids. (laughs) And rampant drug use. Yes. Um, Animal, they did not release a thing on his death yet. Mm -mm. Uh, The family hasn't released anything. I would imagine maybe it's something like a heart attack or something. Right. Um. Because there was no word on him being sick or anything lately. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard. It kind of took me back that he would that he died. I was like, oh shit! I didn't even know he had health complications. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like some kind of like sudden heart attack thing or something. Yeah, Whew. one of the half of the most famous tag teams in professional wrestling of all time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. of the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors mm-hmm. came up in the eighties, nineties, into the two thousands even. Mm-hmm. Just a fantastic, fantastic wrestler. I mean, not like in the ring wrestler, but the character right. of Road Warrior Animal over the top. That's right. Yeah. Still one Tell of the best walk. tag finishers of all time. Oh, man. Killed people. So today on the WWE <laughs> Network, they have celebrating Road Warrior Animal. And I watched the Road Warriors versus, sorry, the Legion of Doom versus the Nasty Boys from SummerSlam 91. Yeah. And they just kill Nasty Boy Jerry Sags on the... Uh, Sags. Oh, what's the name of the finish? Help Doomsday me out here, Bucky. Doomsday, Doomsday, Doomsday device. They kill him on the Doomsday device, and it is fantastic. <laughs> they broke so many necks on that. <laughs> like, legit broke necks. I think Henry Godwin twice. God Jesus. damn. Yeah. Why do you keep taking it? Poor hog. <laughs> Good old hog. Not the hog that Eric wants to see on OnlyFans. <laughs> or the one that shoved down Joel's throat. In my yeah. throat. <laughs> Seriously, the R.I.P. animal. For sure. Eric, anything? Well, I had one earlier, but you know what? I'm going to ditch that for this news story that I came that I just saw. Fellas, you've heard of death by chocolate, right? Oh, heard no. of the phrase death by chocolate? I have. I feel like I just had it. How about death... <laughs> By black licorice. Oh God! The Just the taste of it would kill me. I'd take it. I love it. Gross. A fifty-four, <laughs> a fifty-four-year-old Massachusetts construction worker love of black licorice wound up costing him his life by eating a bag and a half of this every day for like a month. <laughs> every day. I imagine his it just whole gummed life. him up on the inside. <laughs> That's basically what yeah. happened here. God. Oh God. Death. By black licorice. He couldn't poop, probably. First of all, black licorice is disgusting. I'll yeah, fight you. It's the grossest fucking I'll thing. fight you. It's awful. I'll it's fight every fucking, one of you. It's like eating rubber tire. <laughs> I'm going to bring some next week. You can have it and all. And eat it Go right ahead. in front of you. Your freaking gray-ass black teeth. No, I'm not going to make you jealous because you all hate it. Just the smell of it will make me wretch, I think. You, you know what? I want to I wanna know Chaw's opinion. She probably fucking loves black you know, licorice. Let me, let, let me go Sick grab a spare. Freak. Let me go grab the spare tire out of our car, and I'll bring it in. And you can just gnaw on that for an hour. Or so. Not the same, asshole. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, positive. All right. 
So R.I.P. Road Warrior Animal <laughs> and the guy that ate a lot of licorice. <laughs> you will both be missed you equally. You will both be missed. <laughs> Your careers will not be forgotten. I gotta piss. <laughs> you might as well. Well, then I suppose we should get into a little uh, segment called It's Done. We talk about... It's done? The tri- it's done. Done. Finished. Kaput. The footage is out there. Just put out the show at this point. We've seen the trailer. Just give us the footage. Do it. Give us the raw footage. Yeah, I like it raw. <laughs> uh, so I've heard. Before oh. we started recording there, uh, Georgie... You brought up WandaVision, which had a new trailer drop this last week. Yes. Coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Um, What were your thoughts on it, knowing nothing going in? I know nothing about Marvel. Uh, And watching the trailer, I still know nothing. So, (laughs) it looks like something... Wait, you know nothing about... Yeah, this has been brought up before. What all have you seen? Uh, Guardians (laughs) 1 and 2. Uh, (laughs) Infinity War... Basically, my Marvel will be like watching, like if I were to do like Star Warranting again and jumping in at episode eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, what? It's astounding. How have right? it is astounding? <laughs> what can I say? Did you even finish end- with Endgame, or just yes. stop at Infinity War with a cliffhanger? And be like, that's good no, enough no. for me. No, I, did. <laughs> I, I, did watch, I did watch Endgame too. Okay. Yes. Okay. What a happy ending. <laughs> you haven't watched any of the Captain Americas? Zilch. Do you have a desire to watch them? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, never come to my house again. My God. Uh, Cole, did you see this trailer? Um, I, no, I saw it's out there. I have not watched the trailer yet. Can't comment. JT? Did you I did see it. it. And your thoughts? I, I, I'm intrigued. Same. There's a lot of... It, I love, like, the whole idea of, like, doing, like, a weird sitcom-type feel for it. And then even, like, the mystery of, like, what they're, what's really going on also has piqued my interest. Yeah. I also... I'm kind of distant from this. I also liked... Um, oh, what's her name? That is, like, a supporting character in this. Catherine Hahn? Yeah. I didn't even know she was in the show, and I'm like, oh, cool! Like, a, a great comedy actor. Yeah, she's in, in it, and then uh, Kitty from That 70s Show's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I... I... At first, I thought this was gonna be based on, like, this book called Vision that came out, like, years ago by Tom King, and it looks like it might have shades of that, but it looks way more focused on Scarlet Witch rather than just Vision. Yeah, I tangent. I do like that. There's a shot of Vision in like what seems to be a Halloween costume of Vision's original outfit. Yeah, which looks fucking horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, it, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. So Scarlet Witch's powers are that she can uh, reshape reality in the way she wants to see fit and vision is like just big synthesoid robot powerhouse right and they fall in love regardless of what they think so of what like they can do physically with each other they just love each other regardless yeah um but i don't know like if she's gonna try to like reshape reality around like what she deems like romantic and that's why she's going after like these kind of romantic comedy-esque sitcom type stuff I'm not sure. 
or if it's even her controlling it. There was like there like there's like some instances where it's like there might be some outside forces involved too. Sure. I don't know. Me neither, but I'm I'm way curious. Very intrigued. Way intrigued. Like when this was first announced, I'm like, this sounds so dumb. But the more I see of it, the more I want to see of it. More yeah. of it? More of it. More of it. Period. Mm-hmm. End of sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's the only trailer I got. WandaVision. Right. I only got one more. They put out a trailer for uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of the follow up to Haunting of Hill House that was on Netflix. Which was very good. Really? Did you watch it? No, because the haunting of Bly Manor just sounds awful. It does sound no, kind of well, bad. No, the haunting of Hill House, though. Did you watch that? No. Is it a movie or a series? It's a series. No. Is but it scary? It... Yeah. I No, I don't watch scary movies. I get nightmares. <laughs> oh, Pussy. my God. Is it scary? Pussy. My God, Eric. <laughs> but Have it... you watched your language? <laughs> yeah. No after, one after, said after all the stuff that we've said, and I've crossed the line. Eric, I haven't said the p word. Eric, don't say pussy during sexy September. <laughs> it's too sexy. It's too sexy. Use wop what? instead. Use wop. Oh god! Oh my god! Wop. But no, I have not seen. I've never even seen this come across my Netflix. Really? No. Look it up. It's it's a good series. I don't want nightmares. Jesus Christ. Anyways, uh, this, the follow-up is uh, Haunting of Bly Manor, which it seems like they're kind of using some of the same actors from the first, from uh, Hill House, playing different characters. But it looks good. I'm I'm for it, and Hill House was really good. Hmm. Actually, I saw um, another trailer. I, I'm trying to look up the name of it. Ah! Stop! Return of the Mac. Why are you oh returning the Mac? It's we a fucking Mac, ad. Mac news. God damn it! Um, it's made by the people who made Happy Death Day. Um, another one Cole hasn't seen. Have you seen it, Eric? I haven't seen this either, to be honest. Yes. Oh. Um, but it's about like this girl. It's like a Freaky Friday situation where she, like, inhabits the body of a serial killer. And the serial killer inhabits her body instead. Oh my god. <laughs> and so, like, and Vince Vaughn is the serial killer in it. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Nice. And so, like, that's amazing. It's, it looks good. What's but this I, on? Well, it's, it's soon to come to theaters, I think, oh. or streaming, but I'm trying to look up what the fucking title of the movie is and I can't find it now. Anyway, look up Vince Vaughn movies coming soon near you and then you'll find that one. That I can't sounds figure fantastic. It out. But yeah. Sweet. That's it. It's done. Right. It's over. It's done. It is done. It's, you know, what's done is done. Is that all we do here? Oh, tournament of random movies. That's what it. we got. That's right. Are we just look. totally thrown off tonight? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I know who won, but I'm gonna check real quick. Oh, it was it was a bit of a close one for a while. <clears throat> I did see that. Uh, it was Shame versus V for Vendetta. I know, Dave and. Dinosaur Neil went back and forth about their idea for the alternate ending to shame. Where he turns into a jeep. <laughs> what? It's all some stupid dumb it's a inside very joke. Dumb inside joke. <laughs> but at, at the end of shame he's he, he gets he, he kneels down and screams and like bends over. And then uh <laughs> for some reason David Neil thinks it'd be hilarious if 
when he bends over, he starts transforming into a Jeep and drives <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious, really. It's very hilarious. This very dark drama about a sex addict turns into where he just transforms into a Jeep and drives off. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> but... But we're not going to talk about that because V for Vendetta took okay. it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. V for Vendetta taking it to shame. What was the percentage on that? Uh, I think it was like 57% for V for Vendetta. I know so. somebody was pushing for shame to get that 69%. Yeah. I it was um, Sammy Boy I or Rita? Was, yeah, I believe it was Sam. So yeah, V for Vendetta taking it. Bring us to our second... First round match. I can't wait. <laughs> which is a one of them is a film from 2003 with a notable horror director, and the other one from 2011, which is the breakout performance of a Star Wars actor. Okay. House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses is the 2001. Very good. Very good. The one. And what you said, what year was the other one? 2011. 2011. Breakout for a Star Wars? Yeah, for a for an actor in, in, in uh, Star Wars. I don't uh, know if you'll get it, but I think Troy might get it. Is it... Uh... I need something else. I'll give you the tagline. Oh, I love taglines. Tagline might give it away. Inner city versus outer space. Inner city versus outer space. No. Star Wars, I don't know. Star Trek? It is is John Boyega (laughs) in Attack the Block. Oh, okay. I wasn't going with John Boyega. I was trying to think of, uh, what's the boy? Oscar Isaac. (laughs) What's the boy? <laughs> What's, What's the boy's the boy? name? <laughs> Very good. But I don't know anything go. about that movie. Yeah, it, I think it was mostly in, in England that it was big, but... Yeah, it's about like a bunch of like inner-city hoodlums like fight off an alien invasion in London. I think I accidentally owned that movie because I got it when Netflix still gave out the discs, and then I lost the disc at my house, <laughs> and then I found it when I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that trick with a few Netflix movies. <laughs> Come at me, Netflix. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Also, a thousand corpses versus Attack the Block. Okay. Maybe we'll any... see if I can find that disc. <laughs> Probably lost it again. Anyone got any favorites in this? Oh, by far. Uh, by sure. far. By far. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Hot Take here has got an affinity for Rob Zombie. So. I do! You can't, you, there's no way you can vote because you haven't seen either movie. No, I've seen House of Thousand Corpses. You didn't watch scary movies, though. I used to. <laughs> I've become soft in my uh, my older age. You probably was... know about that. You've probably been soft like a thousand times how many ages you've gone through, right? Soft as baby shit over here. Yes. <laughs> um, what was the other... Movie that Rob Zombie did, Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Yeah, Which one yes. was first, Devil's Rejects? House. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Devil's Rejects was like oh five or oh six. Yeah. House of Thousand Corpses has Dwight in it. It does. Oh wow. Okay. I and Captain Spaulding is the best in House of Thousand Corpses. Which one ends with Freebird? On oh Devil's Rejects. Yep. Okay. 
Okay. When they're driving down the highway? Yeah. Yeah, it's Devil's Rejects. I think, personally, I prefer Devil's Rejects more than House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. But I'd have to go back and watch both of them. Okay. To really give that proper, proper review. <laughs> Good. Good. But yeah, House Without the Corpse is for me, for sure. Yeah. I think I'm going to do Attack the Block. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Stack up dead people. Corpses. Stack George, are you going to talk? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> JT, you got you got any dog in this fight? Ah, you yeah. know what? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious for Attack the Block. <clears throat> We're split, splitting hairs here. Well, we don't know what George is going to do yet. You said the house was out in corpses. Yeah, I said stack up dead people. Stack corpses. Dead people. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you say that last part. I was already zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume that will bring us right to the top of the hour. Oh, will it? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Call me Bucky over here. Oh, we're only at 51 minutes. Well, uh, shit. Well, well, let's uh, just sit here nine minutes in silence. Well, hey, we've get some done more. That. Chelsea, bring us some more brownies. <laughs> Oh, no, no more cozy mo- just Jack nine Ross minutes of mouth noises. Away. Give us some brownies. <laughs> Need to get some good old chocolate in my mouth. Uh, what's this movie we're doing? Boogie Nights. Yeah, Boogie Nights came <laughs> came out October tenth, nineteen ninety seven, with a budget of fifteen million dollars domestically, raked in twenty six point four million dollars worldwide. Only $43.1 million. Rotten Tomatoes is, is at 93%. IMDb 7.9 out of 10. Metacritic 85%. And ChristianAnswers.net. Christian Answers. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't imagine this was good. Has two ratings for this. A quality, like a uh, cinematic quality. Two and a half stars out of five. And a moral rating of extremely offensive. <laughs> can't imagine why <laughs> i want to include their ratings every week <laughs> it was only mildly offensive until uh julianne moore said to come in her oh. <laughs> that was pretty early that was though. very early <laughs> I, like i said didn't last long uh oh. burt reynolds this is the one uh not only movie he regrets doing but is one of that he's most uh, adamant about regretting he fired his, he fired his agent after this movie yes. really yes yeah. he, why he was asked to do this movie a lot by uh the director um and he kept turning it down because he didn't want to be a pornographer in the movie oh. he's he's very against it very moral um but he ended up saying yes anyway and he even denounced it after he made it um even after he like won a Golden Globe for it and was up for other awards for it as well, like he still like will just denounce it. Like I had no idea. Yeah, it, it was also there was some other movie that it was the same way, not as uh, vile as this one, but there was another movie that came out that he's like, I just don't want to do any of this shit anymore. <laughs> but yeah, Burt Reynolds hates this movie, uh, even though I think he's really good in it and yeah oh i loved him in it besides him like yeah he's a pornographer in it he's not a i guess a bad very bad guy we'll get into that more i guess later there's definitely worse people in it yes yeah okay uh and also leo dicaprio was offered the main role 
in this, but he couldn't do it because he had conflicting schedules with Titanic. Which, Whatever came of that one. <laughs> who knows? Maybe we'll get to it some other time. Uh, but he was the one who insisted that Mark Wahlberg take his place. And really, I think Mark Wahlberg is the better choice in this, even though Leo DiCaprio is yeah. a great actor. Way better choice for this movie. Yeah. Especially at the age that Leo DiCaprio was. I think he's a great actor now. Yeah. But, like, back then when he's, like, young and baby-faced, I get that it makes sense that he'd be, like, that age to get into the business mm-hmm. of porn. <laughs> but, like, he is, like, a baby face in Titanic. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it would... I don't know. You don't think they could have gruffed him up a little bit, though? I bet they... I, I'm sure it would have been fine. I mean, I, he's a great actor, but, like, I can't see it then. I could see it now, where he's, like, old. Yeah. <laughs> and makes, like, no sense why he was just getting into porn old. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like Dirk Diggler needs to be more of a meathead, and I can't see Leo DiCaprio being much yeah, of a meathead. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get okay. through here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank yeah. you for... Thank you for that. Um... Anyway, who would like to say what this movie's all about before we well, just... I mean, it's Hot go. Takes pick. It is my pick. Um, so I'm going to pass it to Eric. Don't tell us what Boogie Nights is about. This is the story of young Eddie Adams from Torrance. And his his discovery, his rise, his fall, his rise. and resurrection. In the skin flick industry. I feel like you were ready for this. This Jesus? (laughs) You were like born to tell us about this movie. This is the the story of... (laughs) That was the best synopsis I think has ever been on this show. I'm not even giving you shit right now. That was fantastic. Did you you rehearse this in front of a mirror after you pulled your dick out? (laughs) I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a big, bright, shining star. You know what? Eric's going to do the rest of the podcast by himself because he's killing it. Holy oh, shit. I just snotted all my Mountain Dew out. <laughs> oh my god. You, you alright? No, it's burning! <laughs> so, this, I think this movie also follows suit with a bit of what we had last week. A bit tonally. Because this movie, as well as Showgirls, kind of... St- well, I don't know. Showgirls didn't start really lighthearted. But, like, it ends up in a depressing point near the end of this movie. Not that I want to jump to the end. But, like, it starts in a place where this movie's fun. Like, it's lively, fun, it's funny. It's got a, a big cast, yeah. like, of of names. I don't know yeah. if they were all this named then. This fucking insane. Um, yeah. But they ended up being, like, big uh, come, like, 2000 on. Yeah. Say come. I said come and big. (laughs) 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 But uh, it, uh, I was infatuated with this movie right from the get-go. Yeah. And I was telling Eric before you guys showed up that like, I had to watch both movies today and I kind, I knew what the source material was and I knew it had some parts in it that I didn't want my kids to see, but I watched, it took me like... Eight hours to watch this movie, <laughs> and I watched a majority of it on my phone with subtitles on, <laughs> because I started it six thirty this morning before anybody else was up, and like ten minutes into it, Macy walks down the stairs, and it's like 
freaking Mark Wahlberg's first sex scene or something like that. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so I turn it off and then make start making everyone breakfast. I set my phone up on a tripod and I'm watching it as I'm like cooking <laughs> eggs or some shit. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, shit, this is way more risque than I remember. Because I just remember the beginning of it being fun. Like, I only... the When I remember watching this the first time, which is probably like 10 years ago when I yeah. last time I saw this. The worst part I remember is Dirk Diggler's scene near the end where he gets picked up by that guy in the pickup truck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty bad scene. But like, it's all bad by the time <laughs> oh, yeah. it gets there. I'm like, wait a minute, a fucking dark period for this oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anybody else want to take so, the floor? I, I took notes again. I'm getting back in the habit of taking <laughs> notes. I didn't take many. I'm just working my way did back you, in. Did you watch this movie before you even brought it up? Never seen it. Really? Okay. I've always wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. but I've never seen it. All right. uh, so I was pretty pumped to watch it. First note is so many big names. You already mentioned that. I just, every single, like... Got Louise Guzman. And Louise Guzman, right off the bat. You, I was sold in the first 30 seconds from Louise Guzman. And he's all adamant about being in, in, in the movies. Oh, my God. One of your films. Jack. So good. And he has is the he best... Italian? Oh, he, it sound like he's Italian. There. He always has, like, that, like, oh, come on! He's always <laughs> like, Forget about it. He's got one of the best parts, too, at the very end when he unveils the sign and it says, like, Rodriguez or something. Yeah. <laughs> the G is a Q. Yeah. It's a Q! Oh, it's a Q! <laughs> uh, but no, one more. I wanted to say, I put on the notes an hour in, and I had no idea what the problem was in the movie. <laughs> because it's so lighthearted and fun and, hey, he's making his way through the porn. Then I realized, at that moment, it's two hours and 36 minutes yeah. long. I made that comment last week when you picked it. I'm like, fuck, it's like a three-hour movie or some I shit. I had like... no idea. So an... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, keep going, keep going. So an hour in... And I'm like, what is the, what's the problem in this movie? Like, it's all great so far. There's, nobody has any issues whatsoever. And then I realized that it's two hours and 36 minutes and that shit was about to go down. Yes. Once they yeah. hit the 80s. The fucking 80s. Oh, the 80s. William H. Macy's about to go down. <laughs> once they hit the 80s. When they go to that amazing foreshadowing Macy. New Year's party. <laughs> William yeah. H. Macy didn't make the 80s. He did not. No, not at all. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for now. For now. Anybody else? By the way, I believe his wife was played by a real adult film star, Nina Hartley. I believe. Uh, I think you're... Yeah, I didn't right. know what her name was, but I think in the trivia I read that, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. She's constantly has her clothes off. <laughs> it's just being railed by other dudes. dudes. She constantly has some other dudes <laughs> schlong in her. Oh, you, you censored yourself there, but you would say pussy earlier, huh? <laughs> As he licks his teeth. No, no. I can't oh, win. and I had no idea John C. Riley was in this. I oh, forgot yeah. he was in this too. Actually, and he's great. Oh yeah, I love yeah. his whole scene oh, when he God. first meets. Uh, what's Mark Wahlberg's Eddie Adams? Dirk, oh, thank you, thank Dirk you. Dirk Diggler. Yeah, I call him Dirk Diggler. When he first meets Dirk Diggler, and he's like, "How much you squat?" Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's he's a great always scene. Got a one off him. It's he's so like, good. <laughs> if I may, I'm looking at your notes here. You have his character name wrong. That's not his character name. <laughs> it's Chess Rockwell in the movie. It's Reed Rothschild. Yeah, but Chess the... Rockwell is the Brock Landers character. His yeah, sidekick. yeah, in the movie, right? <laughs> it's Chess Rockwell. No. 
<laughs> Sorry I didn't study the goddamn script before we came on the podcast, Eric. I've seen this a few times. I'm sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow. You're, so you're a big fan of this movie, are you, Love Eric? Love this movie. One of my favorite movies of the 90s. Wow. Okay. Opinion spoiled. Carry on. No. No, no. no carry on. No, no you're going to run the fucking podcast. <laughs> carry on. Sorry, you're just right next to me. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Quit looking at my phone. Right. <laughs> I if we could talk about William H Macy for a hot second, he was in love with this script when he read it, and he like I don't know if he was going for this character or not that he played in this, but it just seems like that's the character he plays in about every movie. Oh, just yeah. depending on the rating of the movie is yeah. how severe, how shitty his life is. <laughs> <laughs> but like I love like he just has a great face and de- like uh what's the word I'm looking for like disposition yeah. to play just a downtrodden man yeah and just for him to have his wife just be you could easily, you could easily replace other... little bill with fucking lundegaard from fargo <laughs> and it'd be the exact same thing oh totally <laughs> oh, ah jeez, yeah. my wife's fucking someone else <laughs> oh it's so great so good um i had some other notes here oh yeah so william h macy like that, I, I was not ready for him to shoot himself after he f- caught his wife that last time. Right. Totally, like, if I wasn't sucked into the movie already, sucked me in even further. Mm-hmm. Totally caught me off guard on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a note later, but I don't want to dig too far into it. But I put, holy fuck, that donut scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I know we're digging deeper into the movie there, but yeah, that's yeah. when shit just starts going downhill. If it wasn't already going downhill once William H. Macy shoots Dude. himself, <laughs> that scene, like, everything around that scene, there's so much blood and guts and, and yeah. gunshots. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, Don, I think watching this time around, my favorite character was Don Cheadle as Buck. Oh, yeah? I love this <laughs> so much. Like, he was, he's so much into fucking country western music. <laughs> That was pretty good. I like when he's trying to fucking sell those speakers and he's so full of shit. He's like, see, these are high five. You know what that means? High fidelity. This is the highest fidelity speakers you could buy. <laughs> you don't know shit. And then, like, oh my god, he's so good. And then when he's at that fucking uh, New Year's party and he's so depressed, like, looking like fucking. Uh, Fucking Rick James, like Rick, yeah, James Rick James in the corner. <laughs> I was like, I think you, I think you look fly. Like, oh. <laughs> takes no. off his braids. Takes his braids off. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the guy that tried to kiss Dirk Diggler by the car? That's Philip oh, Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. That's yes. Philip Seymour. Okay. Scotty. Mm-hmm. Oh Scotty my god, his character was great too. Mm-hmm. All the characters in this yeah. like were just played so well. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a single, like, person that feels like they're out of place no. in this movie at all. Like, what do you think of Felicity Shagwell? <laughs> uh, as Roller Girl? Roller Girl? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that she had, like, a whole kind of backstory in this. I just remember her in the movie. But, like, I, uh, I really enjoyed it on this rewatch. Like, her... And I totally forgot that later on in the movie she meets up with that guy... That's in, like, a few rows ahead of her at school. That's, like, given, like, the blowjob gesture. Yep. Like, oh, my God, that's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally forgot about oh. that. I knew she stomped some dude's face in with roller skates. Yeah. yeah. 
but I, I forgot it was the dude that's like sucking cock yeah. or whatever <laughs> he was trying to do. Because I heard him drop that line when they're in that limo, mm-hmm. but I did not realize that's the same dude. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. all right. Well, it was like two hours you had to remember that thing. Like, oh, shit, it's such a fucking long <laughs> or seven movie. seven for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but I, I uh, really liked... Roll a girl. It just shows how, like, in the 70s, like, how there was, like, no rules to, like, the porno business, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, er- everybody was coming in and out there. There's, just, like, just fucking coke parties going on. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, the height. Well, I don't know if it would be the height. But I would say, like, the burgeoning of, like, a new... Uh, what, what am I... What am I trying to say? No, but, like, the porno business was huge. Like, it was on, like, freaking Times Square in movie theaters. Yeah. Advertised. Like, it was all over, like, urban, like, um, movie theaters, like, these adult theaters and stuff. Yeah, like, like Debbie Debbie Does Dallas is, like, almost like a mainstream hit. Yeah. And that was, like... Deep Throat would probably be the one that uh, started all that stuff, I think. Yeah. Uh, Loveless. Lovelace, I think. Yeah. um, You know a lot about it, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you make it sound like I watch nothing but porn. You'd be wrong. Well, you were old enough to watch it. I have to sleep every once in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I would say it's, like, more mainstream now. But, like, it was never... It was, like, the height of its popularity yeah. from its get-go in, like, the 70s, where it could just be, like, on freaking Main Street. You know yeah. what I mean? Um... Now it's just on everybody's phone. <laughs> um, but I, I it, that was just like a fun little detour to see, like, kind of like the ongoings of like the this business. Like it had like actual a filmmaker, you know, wanting to make mm-hmm. it, you know, with um, I wasn't Richard Gear. I don't know why I said Richard. <laughs> Burt Reynolds' character. Like, he, he wants to be a legit filmmaker. Yeah. And, like, is trying to find, like, his breakout hit. Even though he's, like, well-regarded in the business already. But then, like, as soon as he gets, like, Dirt Diggler on stage, he's got that, like, action cop, like, oh my porno God. drama or I would whatever. watch that fucking so show. So would I. But, like, oh the, my God. his editor and Man. cinematographer, like, when he comes to the editing bay, he's like, I think we got a real film here. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to want to watch this. And, like, I would love <laughs> to watch that series of films. Oh, my God, yeah. Even, like, down to, like, they have, like, the opening to one of the one of the movies, and, like, it's just, like, a woman, like, unzipping his pants, like, you really are Brock. And it's just, like, cuts to, like, them opening credits. <laughs> doesn't know it's him until she sees his giant dick. <laughs> Do you know there's cheap-ass movies like that from the 70s that we just haven't seen yet. Oh, like, yeah. They're out there. We yeah. need to find them. Eric, you got him in a vault? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not Sharon. Forget. <laughs> find him right? No, your name's Eric. It's not Sharon. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we need to buy a projector anyway. We don't have one. That's we don't have true. One. Yeah. But yeah. You have the actual reels. <laughs> yeah, my reel-to-reel quit. One of the main questions I wanted to ask you, Troy, and you kind of hinted at a little bit when we first started, because... Yeah. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, you really read it hard for the fact that they have just music almost nonstop playing. Yeah, and they kind of do that in this. Yeah, what do you, did it did it drive you crazy? I noticed it, but I mean, it was also the music of the time. 
It wasn't just yeah. like some eight track that he had on him. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really bother me, but I did notice that like a ton of Guardians music is also in this. Oh yeah, as well. But they they were like the big hits of the seventies. So like yeah, that's what James Gunn was pulling from. Yeah, not this movie, so, but just like the big hits of the seventies. You know. Yeah. No, I, I I don't know what James Gunn pulls it to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> James, if you're listening. At review review podcast. James, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hit us in the DMs. Give what do you pull Give us your middle name. <laughs> do you pull it? <laughs> and if so, what song do you pull it to? But, and no. send it to uh, Eric's OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll rate it 1 through 10. But I loved I loved watching it this time around. I even like bought it after watching it on uh, Amazon. Really? Oh, it's, yeah? It's good. I, like, uh, this time around, I just really, really liked it. Yeah. Like... Uh, I don't know. It, like, it definitely cuts itself into two different sections, like the seventies and the eighties. Yeah. And I love how throughout the seventies, like music's playing nonstop because it's like the whole. It felt like the whole first half of this movie is just like a nonstop party. Yep. So like it's supposed to give you that feel, even down to where they have a scene where a woman like ODs on coke and then music stops, mm-hmm. and the minute they get her out of frame, the music starts back up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, that. I was like, oh my god, like it's like. I love it because, like, the whole first half is, like, foreshadowing that this is not going to ha- last forever. Right. But they don't care because it's lasting. It's, like, it's right now. Right. Like, there's so many things that pop up where it's, like, you guys, this is not going to, even, you can't do this Even forever. when that chick in the bedroom that dies of, like, oh, I guess she dies. Is she dead? She was, like, seizuring at one point. Like, oh, fuck, man. She's like... But, like, even at that point, it still has levity in it because the guy that's there, like, wailing yeah. is like, this can't happen two days in a row. Yeah. It's like, what? Maybe she did some on? new shit. <laughs> but even uh, William H. Macy's whole thing where it's, like, his, all of his thing with his wife just constantly fucking other dudes is played for comedy throughout the entire thing. Right, until it's not. Until Even it's not, right yeah. Even to his, like, sh- pulling the trigger, he, like, gives a smile to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah, it's he like... He them first before he offs himself. Well, true, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, it's like that whole thing. Even, like, when he's walking up with the gun, people are running past him laughing and getting ready to, to count down while he's... Going in the opposite direction with a gun, ready to kill his wife. Right. Like it, it's that whole thing where like everyone is so like, uh, fucking uh, cannot see like the real writing on the wall with like this guy's kind of fucked up now. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, there's only so many times you can watch your wife fuck someone in a driveway before you're just <laughs> like, what? Why is my life even worth living anymore? Right. But like. Like, but it, then we're made to feel that way because every time we see it, we're, we, like, laugh at it. We think it's hilarious. Yeah. Until he kills himself in front of everybody. <laughs> right. Freaking exit wound all over the, oh, <laughs> all over the fucking wall. So brutal. My God. And then that donut scene. Like, I was not ready for the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, all over his white suit. Oh, my God. It's mean, perfect he's wearing the white. Like, yeah. It's great. And like, yeah, and I love that scene too because there's so much tension. Because you just got done watching two pretty horrific scenes with you like know whole, something's coming. Yeah, like the whole roller girl thing, and then uh, fucking uh, Dirk Diggler getting beat up in the parking lot, and they just cut to Buck for no reason, and there's like just dead silence as he's picking out donuts, and you're like. Something's gonna fucking happen. Yep. Right. Something's gonna fucking happen. Right. And you think it almost and, like makes you believe that it won't. Because it's like, oh, his wife is pregnant. Yeah. 
it's like it looks like he's just picking up donuts. It almost like makes you think like the rule of three isn't gonna happen, but of course it happens. Yeah, it's the yeah. Rule of but three. He, but like even like throughout the whole movie, like everything that's so lighthearted always, is always backed by like this upbeat music, mm-hmm. and it's completely silent when he's picking out donuts. So mm-hmm. then it's like you're almost kind of conditioned to be like something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, and but they go he goes so long picking donuts where you're like maybe something. But it's gotta happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> nope, something's gonna happen. Like, you like, go back and forth where you're like you're trying to convince yourself something bad's not gonna happen until something bad happens. Really made me want a donut. <laughs> I also really liked the way they shot that him picking out donuts. They shot it through the the case and just yeah. have him like looking directly into the camera. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. That's the only shot I like really noticed where I picked it. I'm like, I like this a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I didn't notice much of anything. Yeah. I really um, got, like, Big Lebowski vibes when I was watching this time around. Where, like, there's just those mm. lines where, like, it, it, I feel like if you watch this movie over and over and over again, there's just lines they'll catch on to where you're like, oh, I did not catch that. Like, <laughs> I love the scene at the fucking, there's, like, a scene in, like, the at, like the New Year's party or wherever where, like, uh, like the black porn actress is talking to, like, her future husband. Mm-hmm. And he just he says, like, yeah, I'm in the auto industry. He's like, oh, oh my god, that's fascinating. He's like, yeah, I'm a regional manager at Pet Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, he, like, he reels her in, then once he has her, he's like, ah, I'm actually kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> I actually love all of the dialogue that Dirk Diggler has once he, like, kind of, like, gets famous. And, like, all the, like pseudo fancy stuff he has at his new house he's like yeah this is like italian polyester i think they made it straight and imported from italy or whatever (laughs) like all that shit is like it's real sterling silver (laughs) all that shit was so funny i love how dirk diggler is so like he connects so much just materials like every time somebody says does that look cool do it look cool doing this yeah 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 yeah. is this this sexy yeah (laughs) Yeah, even straight up when he's doing it, he's like, did that look okay? Did that look alright? Did that look okay doing that? Um, I love his infatuation with karate. Oh god, my god, I, I wanted that to be a bigger part. And he has so many... He had, when they when they pan around his room and he has like fucking like 20 Bruce Lee posters. <laughs> like, I kind of half expected them to like pull on that somewhere else. No sure, pun intended, of course, but... <laughs> James Gunn, hit us up. Yeah, right. Um, I loved Burt Reynolds in the limo before they pick up the dude. Oh, when yeah. he's like, on film. Hey. <laughs> this is an experiment. Never never done before. Never done before. Straight to videotape. It was so sexy. <laughs> so good. I also love to, like... Obviously, in the 80s, there's, like, no, like, handheld video. It's all, like, the shoulder-mounted, yeah. huge oh, yeah. floodlight on the camera. They, they show, like, the guy storming out, and they just pan over to, like, the cameraman and the lighting guy, and they're just, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, owl-eyes staring while they're still filming and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Makes you want to join the porn industry. Get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Spread it on. What else? I... I, I love like the like the whole beginning of it. Like I feel like this whole movie is about like fantasy, and then the reality of like how it's not. Like even if you do kind of get like that little bit of like what you imagine your life's gonna be like, it doesn't last forever. Yeah, and like even like down to like it being about porn. Like porn is such like a fantasy based mm-hmm. kind of movie, and like the fact they're in the porn industry where it's like even like when they're filming the movies, that, that seems like the most like 
responsible clinical things that they do mm-hmm. yeah. outside yeah. of them like just going to parties and just getting fucking hopped up on coke and like just doing dumb shit that like it, like all their parties seem like the most fun ever <laughs> right and then they get down when they get down to work and they actually do like film like they seem they seem like actual professionals right at least when Dirk is like clean or whatever. Yeah. Because soon as uh, uh, why am I spacing out her name? Uh, Julianne Moore. Thank you. Yeah. Like just has him try coke, and he's like just like okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like super comfortable around her. Like I think the... Julianne Moore's character is probably the most fascinating. Like this whole like weird. She has this weird like motherly yeah. fascination with like she she wants to be a mother, but she doesn't want the responsibility of like actually taking care of a child. Like at at first she's like I want to be I want to be in my child's life and then once she sees Dirk she's like no nah, I'll just make him my child I don't then I don't even really have to work for it I can just make him do whatever I want and kind of treat him like my kid yeah it's kind of weird it's like a, almost like a weird reverse Oedipal thing yeah because she like calls him her son but then like still well then she does it with Roller Girl too where she she talks about how like you can call me mom and shit yeah, yeah. that was when the I. I couldn't, I don't know, couldn't tell if I could take that seriously because they're all, like, hopped up on coke or whatever. Yeah. But. That's uh, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, like, especially in the 80s, like, I love, like, at the beginning in the 70s, like, they don't, they do coke, but they don't have to do it so much to have fun. But in the 80s, like, I feel like the only time they actually play, like, music how they play in the 70s is when they're, like, really fucking doing coke. <laughs> Like those, really mon- like those, like those montages coke. where it's just them just snorting coke nonstop. Where it's like they're they're trying so hard to hold on to that high of like what it was like to be in the seventies and have fun and all that shit. Uh-huh. Where they're just like, like the only way they can actually feel that way is if they're just sitting by themselves in a room just snorting as much coke as possible. And you're like, that is fucking depressing. <laughs> the eighties has a. It's just a downward spiral for everybody yeah. in this. To the point where, like, um, Burt Reynolds fires Dirk Diggler. Yeah. So, I, I, apparently, he's not working because he's, like, hard up for cash all the time. And try, like, him oh, and Tom Jane God. are trying to, like, sell drugs to get money yeah. or to turn tricks or whatever in parking oh, lots. Oh, when he tries to sing, when he tries to fucking start a music career. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the best. You, you got the power. You got the touch. That's great. <laughs> Sounds like an incredibly off-key Bob Dylan. You know, when I actually watched this movie with subtitles, like, <laughs> it said... <laughs> off key you've got the touch like it said like <laughs> he wasn't singing it like well and so i thought that was actually funny that you say that but uh that all that whole shit was hilarious yeah. and the point where like john c riley's in the booth just fucking like yeah it's <laughs> fucking awesome yeah. dude <laughs> the other like the guy that's like manning it is like so professional just like looking straight ahead and then like, john c riley's just like rocking out like <laughs> the best fucking shit ever <laughs> <laughs> but I love how the '80s begins because like it, it begins like you're like you feel like you're With watching a murder like suicide. A, well, no, I, <laughs> I love that. How it begins is like they get in that, like that what seems like a documentary on Dirk Diggler where it's like oh maybe oh, sure. he is maybe he is like getting like more famous now that people are actually like coming out and like they want to know more about his career and shit and then you find out that it's like directed by fucking Julianne Moore's character and right. it was made in house by them yeah. and you're like oh you guys are still in your own circle you're not big and famous at all right <laughs> like I love that like 
they kind of give that swerve there where it's like, oh, they're getting more famous. It's like, oh, no, they're just doing their own shit. Right. And I, I don't know if um, this is supposed to, like, be... Like, Dirk Diggler is supposed to be, like, uh, a John Holmes or whatever, who is actually a legit, like, 70s porn star. Because I think they bring up him in the movie, John Holmes. Like, I, I couldn't tell if the, he was supposed to be a stand-in for an actual famous 70s porn star or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because, like, maybe that is true. Maybe, like, in their circle they're huge, but they never, like, hit, like, the superstar... Of, like, the porn industry or whatever. Yeah. So that's a fun little fun little, little brain tickler. A little ditty. <laughs> a fun little ditty. Um, yeah, even, like, Dirk Diggler's character, I think, is fascinating in this. Like, I, people shit on Mark Wahlberg, but I thought he was really good in this. Yeah, even if, like, oh, yeah. he is, like, a bit of a meathead. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, a perfect role for him. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, like, his whole arc throughout where, like, when you meet him, like his whole thing is like he only thinks the he thinks the one good thing about him is he has a big dick. <laughs> yeah. But then as it goes on, like you can see he's actually pretty talented. Like he he's the one that comes up with his own name. He's the one that comes up with the idea of like this detective like movie series and shit. Right. So then it's like he starts out being way more humble than he should be, to where like he's kind of where he should be, to then like thinking that he's awesome at everything mm -hmm. and just totally fucks himself in the process yeah like you're like legit watching like the inflation of a man's ego to where he fucks himself over yep until he bursts yeah okay that sounded bad <laughs> till he finishes okay and then uh the introduction of tom jane is also just another downward spiral in the 80s god where i guess he's just like an exotic dancer is yeah. that what Tom Jane is? Yep. Yeah, they do the yeah, but it's funny because it's like again he shows up at the what I call the foreshadowing New Year's party. Everything that foreshadows <laughs> what happens in the eighties is that that like <laughs> you just like hey let's bring all these stories together in the <laughs> in New Year's. Yes, it's so funny. They just like pan through and it's like. Here's Burt Reynolds saying that he would never get into video cassettes. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Now yeah. here's Mark Wahlberg meeting Tom Jane. Now here's William H. Macy killing himself. Like, it's all like... I, th I think it's also the same part. He tried Coke for the first time. Yeah, so. he, tried yep. he tried Coke there the first time. He he, he uh, turned down Scotty when he gave him, like, his sexual advances. Yep. Which, I, I don't know. I love that scene, too, where it's like... I can't tell you how many times, like, I've done something and I just sit by myself. I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> and I just say it over and over again. Every time you try to kiss me, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Hey, man, one of these, one of these days, I'm gonna convince you. But catch it on the Patreon. But they, but they stay there for like a long time. Like I think he repeats it like at least like six times or something. Where I'm like, even I was getting uncomfortable watching him just repeat over and over again that he was yeah, so stupid. I was waiting for something to happen. Yeah, but it's just like it just it sits with you long enough where you're just like, man, I'm really uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. no one made me uncomfortable the alfred molina scene oh my god if there was one scene in this whole movie that built tension perfectly is that just with yeah. the even like the little chinese kid like throwing firecrackers the whole time oh my god yes it's just oh, like okay makes yes. you just jump out of your skin such a good yeah <laughs> and i love it because i feel like that's yeah because i feel like that's like the big climax of it because i think they even they they blast music throughout that scene too. Yeah, and I think that's where like it kind of culminates to 
where it's like Mark Wahlberg's whole thing of like now like my fucked upness and my party life are mixing together. <laughs> right. To where that shows how rock bottom he really is. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm in a place like I'm surrounded by music where I'm usually happy, but now I'm in this really fucked up situation where like Alfred Molina is like fucking shooting dudes with shotguns. <laughs> There's a Chinese kid throwing firecrackers. Freaking, he's. I'm assuming smoking crack. Oh, he's definitely smoking crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he pulls it's... that crack pipe out, and you're like, oh, you're. That's a little. That's a higher grade than cocaine, there, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! But that whole time they're there, and you just know it's just a bag full of baking soda or whatever. Yeah, the guys like... over there testing it, and they're just like, we we can leave. They said we can leave, and the guys like, no. No, man, we can get some more shit out of this. And you're like, God damn it. Tom Jane with his fucking Grizzly Adams fucking... <laughs> chop- chops. Yeah, his, his chops mustache fucking combo. <laughs> Tom Jane, I would say, is not like the best actor in the world. And I no. think maybe he's like the least talented performer in this movie. But even yeah. that being said, like this scene where it just shows like he is off the fucking deep end. Yeah. He's like, no, we're gonna get the fucking safe underneath yeah. your master bedroom and the floorboards or whatever. Yeah. Like, I was... I was bewildered on, like, what his endgame is. Like, where... Because you don't get to know, like, a ton about him or kind of, like, where yeah. they're at. You, yeah. Oh, they, really? He's mainly just presented as, like, the bad seed of the group. Right? Yeah. Because, like, they, they go downhill once they introduce Tom Jane... To Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. After that, it's just like, once you see Tom, like, every time, like, Mark Wahlberg fucks up, it's like, come on, Tom Jane. <laughs> and like, oh, no, he's that friend. <laughs> They're just gonna go off to another room and snort a bunch of coke together. <laughs> uh, I So, like, they have, like, a That 70s Show type scene where they're, like, planning on going to Alfred Molino's house, right? Where the camera's, like, going all around him. Yeah. And then they also have, um, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is just kind of circling the table, yeah. and he says something, and it kind of made me laugh when, like, Jerk Dick was like, mind your own business! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, sorry, man, sorry, Dirk. I'm just gonna go over here. <laughs> Tail between his legs. <sighs> also, say what you will about Mark Wahlberg, I think he had, like, the most mature uh, turning down of, like, a sexual advance by, like, a gay guy I've ever seen in a movie. Like, like, oh on, yeah, let's just let's just go dance, man. I don't, I don't. I mean, this isn't cool. Like, I don't want to do this, but we can go have fun still. Yeah. yeah oh it yeah. Wasn't like, like derogatory at all. No. Like no. it seems like that seems like the most mature way to respond to someone trying to kiss you and being like, no, wait, hold on. Especially <laughs> pretty well handled for like the 1990s. I know. Especially. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I was waiting for like that weird like, oh, I'm not fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. 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 But like he that was happens actually... later in the movie. Oh yeah, they definitely dropped some huge fag bombs near the yeah. end there. But like, but with this, it was like he's like, it makes you re- root for him more. Where it's like he's not like, he's not so like close minded. Where he's like, oh my god, it's sick. He's like, hey man, I'm just not into that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go dance. Yeah, I like just a friend, man. We, I we need to do this. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know, I like, even, like, down to, like, when they get into the 80s, like, it feels like everyone is so more stuck up. Like, I feel like the 80s was, because that was when, like, Reagan was in, so it was more conservative. And you can definitely feel that, where, like, everyone is just so judgmental of everybody. 
Well, I, I, I don't know if I can get that as much, because, like, everybody seems to, like, go on their own path in the 80s, and, like, they're not, like, a tight-knit group anymore. Like, they kind of fork off yeah. and kind of try to do their own thing. And it's... I did find it weird, I'm jumping right to the end now, where it almost wraps itself up as, like, kind of, like, a happy ending, where then, like, everybody is back together as, like, yeah. oh, like, like a, they this weird surrogate like, family. Yeah. I know, I like the whole, when they're when they're going through the house and they show, like, everyone's just kind of living in the, living in Jack's house with each other, and they're, yeah, like, they're, like, this weird, weird, like, family with each other. But then they show, like, Dirk by himself, so are they just insinuating that, like, Dirk came back to them, but then he was, like, he's so full of himself that he just thought he was better off without him? I don't know, but I would assume he's in that house, right? Because he's, are they doing a shoot? I don't know. I mean, yeah, he pulled his dick out. Yeah, yeah that's what I got. <laughs> that he was doing a shoot. He was getting himself ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I took it as. Yeah. But I don't know, like, like the camera goes through, like, how it does with, like, all the, like, the party scenes, and then it cuts to Mark Wahlberg. Right. Where I was expecting them to just, like, maybe, like, like, if he was in that house and he was, they would have, like, followed, they would have, like, panned to him instead of, like, cutting to right. him. I also thought the same thing. So I was wondering, or like, if he is in the house, like, maybe he still, he still doesn't see himself as part of that group or something? Is that what they're, maybe they're trying to say that? I don't know. I don't know. But I would have thought, like, that from the earlier 80s and to the point where he had to almost, like, build himself back up, it would have humbled him a little bit. So, like, maybe he could be a part of this group now and he's not so ostracized. I, he didn't, like, really burn all of his bridges. Yeah. When he, he does go back to Jack after the whole Alfred Molina fiasco yeah. thingy. Yeah. But then, yeah, when they go back to it, like, they still do the whole thing where they pan through, but then they still cut to him, where it just kind of struck me as, is the movie trying to say that Mark Wahlberg doesn't see himself as part of the group, or, like, he's not part of the group? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. an inter- inter- I would say, personally, I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of took it as he's back in good graces and part of the group again. But yeah. I can see where you would wonder. Like, they see him with Jack, and he Jack does hug him, but then they never see him, like, uh, coincide with the rest of the group. Like, yeah. Would you want the movie it's to be three show- hours and 36 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but it's like, uh, like you, the movie's really good about, like, sight, like, kind of, like, in one shot, like, linking everyone together. It's like, even the parties themselves, they are, like, they feel like an actual party where you're walking around, you're getting everyone's conversation, and you feel like you're part of the group. And then doing all of that, but then still cutting to Mark Wahlberg, it felt like like a cutoff of when it comes to him. Like, he's not part of the group. I just, I see it. I just took it as, you know what? I'm home. Hmm. That's, what, that's how I took it. Yeah. He just, he just came home. So, let me ask this question again now that we're kind of through the whole movie. Do you think Jack's a good guy? Burt Reynolds' character? I mean, he's definitely not like a, a kid rapist like the colonel was. Oh my god, I was gonna bring up that <laughs> fucking scene. Like, I actually... I think that did a lot for Burt Reynolds' character in this. So, like, granted, what whatever he thinks, him being a pornographer is bad in real yeah. life. I don't think that's bad. <laughs> it's a job choice, it's whatever yeah, you yeah, want to do, yeah. right? But, like, I like to see that when he found out that the colonel was like a pedo. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, fuck. And he's just like, totally is like 
trying to he's like cut off from him now yeah and i thought that was a pretty good scene actually where like the colonel's like you're still my friend right you're still my friend and he just like cuts off the phone from him yeah it's like oh my god that's like fucked up man (laughs) and even though just the dialogue between him he's like i just have this thing or i i never do anything but i just like have this like tick that i need like these photos around or these movies around it's like oh my god God, it's just so yeah, I didn't, slimy. Like, I didn't touch her, but I, I was yeah. giving her coke and shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, for being made in '97, like, I feel like this movie has like a lot of foreshadowing to like today. Like, there's shit like that with like all these like big powerful executives that are like funding a whole bunch of shit, and now we're like getting to the point where like, man, no, this isn't this. You being in this fucked up shit is not worth like. <laughs> Like, funding, like, these things we want to get done. And then even, like, down to, like, Jack being, like, all about, like, like theater and not, like, wanting to focus on anything videotape, like, home entertainment. Like, you get all these directors, like, even with, like, Tenant, where it's, like, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan being, like, it needs to be in a theater. People right. need to watch it in a theater. And now we're at a thing where it's, like, well, people can't watch it in a theater. So now you're kind of fucking yourself, like, making right. this... Almost two hundred million dollar movie and right. making twenty million dollars in a fucking right. So it's it's like it's, it's this whole thing where like everyone like like people see themselves like this big artist where it's like well when the chips are down you still need to fucking like make a living. Maybe it's just hindsight, but like wouldn't you think that when that deal was approaching Jack, that's like oh the home video. Like, wouldn't that be take off if you're in the adult? In- I mean, it did. Yeah. The, like, home video, like, spurred mm-hmm. the adult industry like fucking a California wildfire. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It was huge. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't you... Th- I, I guess because there's... I have hindsight of it. Like, a man smart enough like that, wouldn't you think that'd be, like, a smart choice to go? But maybe, I mean, there's still the ego, like... Just like you said, like Chris oh. Nolan wanted to put out in theaters, yeah. like he thinks he's a fucking artiste. There was people that thought TVs were a fad, like they're just they're just gonna burn out after a while because radios are in the seventies. Not in the seventies, like when. <laughs> well, like you said, when when like something's first introduced, like it's like there's pretty smart people out there where they're just like, oh yeah, that's not gonna be a thing. I think he just exhibits someone that's not willing to change, yeah. which is very common. Yeah, but yeah. he does yeah. change later, right? He does, yeah, but when it's almost feels... his hand was forced, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's when it, when it was too late. Like if he, I feel like if he would have jumped on it at that party, like he would have been on that first wave where like he probably would have made a shit ton of money. But now he's being subjected to filming someone having sex in the back of his limo. It's, <laughs> it's cutting like, edge. It's new. Yeah. Never been done. Yeah, in it's a like... fucking tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's like sad too. Like he talks about like he almost kind of like views. <laughs> Like pornography is like his, like his bridge to the, to like making actual film, and now he's like being subjected to even lower than what he was making. Where it's like it's not there's not even any story, just like filming two people fucking his car. Yeah. Like so, it's like he's almost becoming like, like he's almost got like worse off than what he was when, before it started. I don't know. It's like all this stuff. Like it feels like you're we're following a bunch of people's fantasies and then them trying to not deviate from that fantasy and then them having to live out the ramifications yeah, of ramifications their choices. Of, yeah. Not doing it. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Very good. Anything else about uh, Boogie Nights, fellas? I didn't have anything. Eric, we barely heard from you. What you got? What? Yeah. <laughs> he forgot he was here. Well, I'll be so disgusted with everything you say to him. <laughs> we got beef, man. <laughs> well, you spent the first 30 minutes of the show, you know, just, you know, raking me over the coals or whatever. Whatever, dude. Hashtag sexy sex temper. <laughs> sexy sex temper. That's too many sexes. Or just enough sexes? Just enough. Battle of the? You guys want to grade it? Yeah. Let's grade grade it. it. I I think I enjoyed this movie more on this watch than I... Because I think I've seen this movie maybe two or three other times. But this one I actually... Even though I had to watch it on my phone and over the period of like eight hours... Still really liked it. (laughs) So I think I'd give this movie like uh, an... A minus. Right. It's like fun and engaging right in the beginning, and it does tell like a good arc for multiple characters. Yeah, and it kind of has like a weird, for me anyway, like weird kind of happy ending where everything's like all like everyone's all together again. Like yeah. I don't know if that would happen really, but I still think it's a good movie regardless. So I will give it an A minus. I will give it a straight A. Ooh, um, I've never seen it before. Always heard it was good. <laughs> Loved it. Nice. Um, I didn't think there was a dull moment in it. Every time that I was like, okay, something's got to happen, it happened. And, yeah. and, and it glued me right back in. Yeah. I kind of liked the ending just because it tied everything up real nice, I thought. Didn't leave any holes for like, here's what's going to happen next or what happened to that character. Like Every character is pretty much tied up. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad the ending is, I guess, how it is, because otherwise it'd be pretty dour. Yeah. <laughs> Just ending on, like, Dirk Diggler coming back to Jack, like, wanting to, for, like, forgiveness or whatever. So I guess it, I guess it's fine. I just find it weird that everybody all ends up back together again at the end. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. <clears throat> Eric, do you like it when his hog flopped out? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Did you, <laughs> you say that thing was 13 inches? Yeah. Whew. Eric, was it? My God. Ask JT. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm going to give it a probably right on the cusp of an A+. plus, Like, right, like wow. right good A+. Just, ed- just edging an A+. Plus. Yeah. Well, just <laughs> just right below an A+. Plus. We're in Hamilton territory It's here. good. It's Man, I had a lot of fun watching it this time around, and just, I'm a, and I'm a big P.T. Anderson fan too, so. Yeah. It's, yeah, all around really, really good, and, hey, I bought it, so fuck yeah. I, I saw was, that, like, if you wanted to buy it on Amazon, it's like eight bucks. I know, that's shit. why I, that's why I bought it, I was like, shit, yeah, I'll buy yeah. it. Yeah. I'll buy it for eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Did you rent it and then buy it? No, I just bought it. You just bought it flat out. Good call. Good call. Eric, what do you think? Great story, great cast. Same thing as JTA with flirting on an A A plus. Flirting. I'll put it in parentheses for some reason. Like I'm gonna come back to this somehow. I write. I was gonna eventually make a spreadsheet of all the movies that we've done and put in our grades. Oh my god! I didn't. Oh my god! I would have to go listen back to some episodes because I forgot to write them down. But anyway, so that's it. That was Boogie Nights. 
everybody. Good pickle. Good. Hey, thanks, guys. That was a great entry. You Good. know, sometimes I pull Great through. entry. Hashtag sexy September. I was it's... really hoping you'd say you'd pull out. I was just going to say it. <laughs> Shut up. Pull through. Pull out. Whatever. Rewind the tape. You know, guys, sometimes I pull it out. <laughs> Uh, shoot the wad all over this. You get, you get shoot right the wad week. all over its tits. <laughs> <laughs> you get it right every now and then. That's right. Sometimes. Sometimes I get it hard. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I missed that wow. for a second. That was good. Uh, anything else you guys been dabbling in this last week? <sighs> Negative for me. I haven't watched much of anything. I had my uh, evaluation, so I was Uh-oh. pretty busy. Oh, getting my. things ready. Very good. Oh my god. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I was obsessed with trying to find those CNN decade shows because yeah. I like to fall asleep to them every once in a while. Those are good. Yeah, have you watched them? Um, I've seen clips. I haven't watched a whole one. Yeah, but they're really good. I found them on HBO Max. <laughs> god damn. And not only do they have the ones that I watch, but they also include one that CNN did. On the 60s, uh-huh. before, like, because I think Netflix only had the 70s up to the 2000s. They have the 60s, and they have the one that CNN just recently did by the same people called The Movies. Okay. Ooh. So I've been watching that, and it's really fucking good. It makes me want to go back and watch some really old flicks. Yeah, we should do some old Like, flicks. they got, like, some, like, like some old, like, musicals, like, some old rom-coms that I kind of want to watch. Like, so they bring up, like, some Marilyn Monroe movies that I kind of want to watch. I know an old guy who could give some really good picks. <laughs> one where the train, <laughs> the train comes at the screen? Is it that one? <laughs> I've been defeated. <laughs> like, the last one I watched was the 70s, and if there's one thing I can say about the 70s, it fucking talked about Vietnam a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of Vietnam in that fucking decade. Speaking of Vietnam, Rambo, coming up Monday. Coming up. <laughs> oh. uh, anything? Oh, jeez, sorry. But it's, it's super interesting. If you have HBO Max, watch, like, just look up CNN, and they'll bring it up. It's like... 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and the movies. They're really good. It's done by Playtone, which is like Tom Hanks' production company. Oh, cool. And they're oh, they're so good. Do they have the I Love the 80s series up from VH1 or whatever? I do oh not my god. <laughs> if anybody knows where to watch these, I want to watch them. I, lo- I loved those. Those yeah. were my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> those, I remember watching the shit out of those. I think too. those what saved VH1 in the early 2000s because those were yeah. fucking killer. I would buy a DVD box set of those. <laughs> I would go what? to Sam Goody and buy a DVD box set of those. But those CNN shows are like the I love the 80s for like people that want to watch historians. For talk nerds. About, yeah, it's for nerds. <laughs> Good. Cool. Eric, you've been in anything? Uh, on Netflix, I uh, caught a movie starring Michael Keaton. Oh, plays... Batman? What? Multiplicity? No, he's Jack not. Frost. He, he is not Jack Frost. He's not <laughs> the Batman. He is not. The <laughs> Batman. He, he, he's McDonald's founder, Ray Kroc. Oh, oh I, yeah. I watched that. And the founder? The yes, founder. the founder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Where he absolutely fleeces the McDonald brothers. Yeah, he totally oh, yeah. fucking... Sh- shiesties them. He, he bends shiesties. them over and fucking boogie nights them. <laughs> Whoa. 
gives him his 13 inch hog. Mm-hmm. But like that, I um actually really enjoyed that movie. How he went from like what an ice cream ice cream mixer salesman, mixer salesman yeah. to founder of McDonald's, founder of McDonald's, just yeah. totally taking it away from the McDonald's brothers. McDonald's brothers played by freaking uh, Ron Swanson and Ron Swanson, and Drew Carey's brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, I I think it's a great movie. It came in kind of like under the radar like five years ago or so. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, I remember liking it way more than I thought it was going to. It's mm-hmm. really good. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Loved it. I wasn't much into anything else either, but I did watch Eurovision again <laughs> last I saw night. You tweeted about that. <laughs> God, I fucking love that movie. I gotta watch it now. It's now you never you watched it. Watched it twice. And I haven't watched it yet. I actually watched it. <laughs> oh wow. And it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's right. weird. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to get into it, but I actually enjoyed it. It's well, way more heartfelt than what the trailer makes it seem. Really? Like I'm not even gonna lie, I teared up at the end of this movie. Well, when we, she's we do have our what we miss in in uh, <laughs> at the end of the year when uh, they start singing the song that she made about yeah. her hometown. Oh my god, just waterworks. It's really waterworks. good. And I watched it based off your recommendation. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. But it also is kind of like a fun, goofy comedy, too. But also stars a bunch of, like, European singers and stuff. It's great. Dan Stevens plays a Russian singer in this who sings like a fucking opera idiot. (laughs) There's statues of him with, like, a half-hard penis in his house. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy September. I had to bring it up. Oh, my God. Uh... It's great. Just to inform you guys, I've already started doing research for our uh, leftover turkey episode. Oh, great, good. Doolittle was made this year. Leftover Oof. turkey episode. So every year we do uh, at the our what's usually our show after Thanksgiving. We do a leftover turkey episode where we review one of the worst movies made that came out this year. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And since there was so few movies that came out this year, we might have already seen some of them. Maybe. <laughs> But I did. I did see Doolittle was came out this year, and oh, I did yeah. hear that a dragon farts at the end. I know what happens at the end of Doolittle. <laughs> a dragon farts. I might love this movie. <laughs> Doolittle might be the movie. Like A plus. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it's yep. just god awful, terrible. I think. Hold Some on. Fucking I Iron think, Man to Doolittle. I think. My sister took my kids to see Doolittle, yeah. and they left midway through. <laughs> they missed the because best part. This of a, might have a, to be the one we watch then. Because my kids were so disinterested in this movie. <laughs> this might have to be the one we watch. Oh, front runner. Doolittle. Dragon farting. <laughs> it's not till the fucking like post credit scene, I think. No, I heard it that that's like the climax of the movie is a dragon oh, farting. God. <laughs> How can that not save a movie? That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh my god. Oh well, JT, <laughs> people want to talk about dragon farts with you. What can they do so? Oh, dragon Tales at Bucky for one on this <laughs> on Instagram to sure. Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> what I don't is even that know app? where I'm starting at. But yeah. Bucky for everyone, look it up. It's Got somewhere it. social media wise. Cozy Jack. Hey, if you want to find Cozy Jack on Instagram for sure. 
You can find me on Twitter for sure. Ginger. Uh, I am at Coach Amons. Tweet me. Let's talk about your favorite candies. Let's talk about your favorite pies. Let's get those lists rocking and rolling, baby. Pies. Hashtag 6 September. Mmm. Creamy. Eric. If you want to hit you up, where they can do that. You can find me at uh, Georgie the Animal on Twitter. Very good. And if send I them ki- your dick pics, do not, <laughs> do not send me your dick pics. If I can, real quick, because I know she's not going to expect it. Uh, the ancient wife's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, and our ten year anniversary is Friday. Whoa! So wish this guy happy, happy anniversary, anniversary, happy birthday. Very good. Go. Make it happen. Happy <laughs> you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find I know what the login information is because I just had to log in again because I got a new phone. You're never gonna send it to me. Still, <laughs> I will do it between apps tonight. Um, shit. You can find uh, us at Review Review Pod on Twitter. While there, yes. tournament eleven. Is up yes. and running. House of a Thousand Corpses versus Attack the Block. Get it going. Um, get it. More votes than the cheesecake debate. <laughs> That's not going to be possible. <laughs> More people are interested More people in, are cheesecake. in cheesecake. It's a hot topic, guys. <laughs> We're getting to the holidays. <laughs> Uh, all of our episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as almost every other podcasting platform there is. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you have a recommendation for somebody to listen to a pod, make it ours and tell them that's where to go. Yeah. Tell them to do it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> if you want to write into the show, reviewreviewpod at gmail.com, such as... George the Animal over here has done a few times. I have. Uh, our friends Jeremy, Jude, the Chaw. Yeah. Chaw of... said she was thinking of sending an email. She might not have. I did not. Well, I was busy switching my phone. So uh, okay. I just want to bring up, I also got a new phone again. That's Man. the third time for anybody <laughs> counting. <laughs> Listen, Jeez. I thought about doing a funny retro retrospective phone unboxing uh, pod, just like when PK was on. Yeah, well, good old TPKP over here. <laughs> oh, Percy Pennybags. Let me just check it to see Percy if she Penny sent it anything in. Oh my god, there is an email from the go. Chaw. Here oh, we go. Get it. It must have been a late entry. because I Late entry. Really? Yeah. Right at the end of the show, we're going to do it. I will get the mail scream <laughs> starting right now. <laughs> oh, always times two. Uh, this is from the Chaw oh, herself. I bet it says something about how much she loves me. The subject line is, fuck you, Troy. Oh! I don't oh like this. I don't God. like this. I love this. First Someone line. Is. Haha, just kidding. I always hate Cozy Jack. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Actually, fuck. she didn't even say Cozy Jack. I read too fast. Cozy Fuck is the name. Oh, come on, Shaw. Anyway, anyway, I hear you guys are desperate for mail. As I did mention on Twitter, have you guys ever thought of having rankings on something that isn't going to clog all your arteries at once? Uh, favorite kale salads, top five Brussels sprout dishes. I mean, come on. P.S. I want a shirt that says I eat pudding in bed. Also, I want one made of my floating hands that says Chaw's Paws. 
Uh, I heard the oldest man alive is in studio tonight, so that's gross. And okay. <laughs> hey, what <laughs> the hell? John, <laughs> everybody. Okay, well, looking forward to you listening on my way back to work at 5.30 a.m. Hint, hint, JT, you fucking asshole. Don't forget. Can't wait to literally beat the shit out of a hot take when I have this baby. Oh. Hashtag Chaw v. Shivers 2020 and T minus 34 days. Love always, Skeets. Thanks, Rita, for the email. Sorry I got to it so late. Had to set up my new phone. Oh, my Google God. Google Pixel 4a. Troy, did you get a new phone? Got a new phone. Google Pixel 4a, guys. It's a bit Shut different. Up. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. That's it. That's going to do it. Come Monday. Monday. We're, we're the doing fourth installment of the Rambo series. Very curious. Boners. Rambo. Ramboners are going to get blown off in freaking rice <laughs> oh, gutters. man. Boners <laughs> in the air. God. We're gonna get fucking gross the way you just put that. Ram get... boners are getting blown off in rice gutters. <laughs> God. We'll throw mines in fucking uh, in fucking rice fields and then blow off our rice boners. Jesus oh. Christ. Anyway, that's All coming right. up Monday, so check us out then. Yeah. Coming up this next week, oh my, God. my pick for Sexy September, a sensual pick. <gasps> you can find this on Hulu. Ooh. Portrait of a Lady on Fire came oh. out last year. It's a bit of an art movie, but it's sensual and erotic. I've yet oh. to see it. Oh. But some of my other friends that aren't you guys have requested... Uh, or not requested so much as uh, talked up this movie quite a bit as being one of the best movies that came out last year. Wow. And it is a foreign film, too, so it is subtitled. Sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's not two and a half hours long. Everyone knows Cole can't read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Check it out. It looks good. I'm for it. Um, that's coming up then. But uh, until then, I love I, how you leave me to be the one, the one person that picks the shitty movie. You had first pick. You could have picked literally anything, you dumbass. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, showgirls. <laughs> anything. 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 I have been short of the max extreme. I'm Coach Havens. <laughs> I love showgirls. <laughs> and for George the Animal, we are off.